to Grace and Alicia have lives. <laughs> That's Alicia. That's Grace. And we have lives. We have so many lives full of treats and despair. S- <laughs> <laughs> and the tears of our enemies, but mostly ourselves. And uh-huh. it's a great time. It's so great. I don't know that we've ever announced the name of the show and ourselves right at the top like that. I mean, you just got right to it. We're just so professional. I mean, look. Listen. New Skillshare video. <laughs> Grace and Alicia teach professional podcasting. podcasting. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're definitely at that level. It's a three minute video, but it's going to be huge. Right. <laughs> the whole video is us just trying to read our outro without laughing, which last week we could <laughs> oh not do. I actually listened to that and couldn't stop laughing. La- okay. Uh-huh. Again? Listening to it, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, same. I was literally driving to work, <laughs> cackling like a witch. <laughs> An old hag, cackle. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, guys, this is a great show where we talk about a lot of things like spooky. Scary. And skeletons. Spooky, scary skeletons. Did you not know that's why I put those three words I just in? thought they were fun, spooky words. Oh, it's a song that I really like. <laughs> Is this from some other weird pop culture thing that I don't know? I can't remember where it came from, but it's like, it's like definitely a song that has been used in a lot of like Halloween marketing as of late. And there's like, (laughs) Like come to Michael's. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like, there's like a regular version. And then I think there's like a dance version too, where it's like, we've added a beat. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no. Fantastic. Um, We have in this house, we like to call them skellies because- adults mm-hmm. and I have all these little string skellies for my party that's this yep, weekend yep, yep. it's gonna be a banger hopefully it's as fun as Frank's I don't know oh I don't my know. gosh I'm sure it'll be great <sighs> I'm very a lot of it's a lot to live up to yeah um but this one string in the living room on like the far wall by Ken's TV uh-huh. it keeps fucking falling down oh no and I swear to god I don't know what to do I'm like is this wall cursed like what am I doing it's here possible how are you like holding it up now with scotch tape a I mean, very professional thing. There's your first problem. Yeah, it's not. Can I tell you what we do with all of our lights? Yes. I mean, they're not lights, but yeah. Right. But I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> like strings of things. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. have string lights. So uh, we usually <laughs> use gaff tape. Like oh, I go, smart. Yeah, I go to film tools. I buy a roll of gaff tape. And then that's how we attach our lights to things. I'm also going to have to finally hang my, those outdoor lights that I've had for a hundred uh-huh. years. Cause I've been waiting for them to paint the exterior of the house uh-huh. and they've canceled on us like 7,000 times Neat. and it's my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but once they finally do it probably won't be done by the party. Um, I want to hang up all those cool lights cause I have the, yeah. their glass Edison bulbs for the outdoor time. So cool. Are they like actual glass or are they plastic? No, they're actual glass. Ooh. For the outside? Yeah. Scary. No, they look so much better. I know they look better, but I'm always afraid they're going to like fall in the night and then shatter and then I'm just going to have glass everywhere in my backyard. All right, I mean, that's a weird fear to have, but it's valid. Sorry, I grew up in the Northwest. Stuff just blows around. <laughs> I have no idea how we're going to plug them in, but like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I like the confidence. It's just going to be like backs over there, like pushing like a thing to like, you know, those like <laughs> flashlights where you're like, wait, wait, wait. With your backs are just over there yeah. with a little lever. Uh-huh. Like I totally get what you're describing, but I imagined him on one of those old timey railroad cars that was like <laughs> like rats on the other side. It's amazing because that's what I was picturing too. <laughs> Look, we gotta get one of those weird railroad cars uh-huh. that powers string lights. Perfect. i everyone knows about those. You can get them at Target. So handy. It's yeah. like a solar light. Yeah. But you just need two very small athletic chores. <laughs> What yeah. a rat is definitely known for. Uh-huh. Yeah, just her dexterity. Just very, 
her, her <laughs> quickness her of graceful, movement. Yeah, her yeah. graceful walk, her yeah. graceful silent walk that's uh-huh. totally straight. A hundred percent. Every field sobriety test she's ever had, she has failed so miserably. I would absolutely pay money to watch her take a field sobriety test. We should do a video of that for the inner circle. I'm down. Because she's drunk. Yeah. She's a little pirate bean. She's just a little wine drunk pirate lady. She's just a widow. I mean, look, especially if you put a diaper on her and suddenly oh she just God. like goes full exorcist and is just walking backwards. And I'm like, this feels weird. Yeah. Have you tried again with the diapers? We have not. Fair. Much to my chagrin because uh-huh. I feel like it would be something that she would get over in like 10 minutes. But yeah, it just didn't stay on the first time and life is hard. Yeah. Oh boy. Do I get that? How was your week? It was long. Great. Yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, it was weird. Kyle is out of town for New York Comic Con. Right. Um, and so I'm home all alone. Oh, no. And I don't like it. I mean, obviously, I still get to hang out with Goldie, and that's pretty bomb. We have been having some great mother-daughter time, <gasps> which I love. She's just such a cuddle bean. She's a, she's a nugget that I want to squish. Yeah. I'm also- Deeply. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Please don't squish my dog. Come <laughs> <laughs> here, Goldie. Um, but also, uh, I like to like be the fun mom from time to time. So like she's kennel trained, but we also got her a new comfy bed for our bedroom. So, uh, while Kyle's been out of town, I've been letting her just sleep in her comfy bed as opposed to in her kennel. Oh, you're not like a normal mom. You're like a cool mom. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty cute. Yeah. My week was long AF. I'm slowly dying. Always work all day, every day. And then at like 11.30, I just have to stop working because my brain is just like, hello. Yeah. And I'm like, I am i can't work anymore because I'm just doing shit work. Yeah. So then I stop and then I get up and then I do it all over again. Yeah, that's fun. Sunday I love, Sunday. I love that feeling where it feels like your brain is actually going to melt out of your ear because everything you're doing makes no more sense. Right. And it's like my body's like willing my brain and my brain's like, we're, it, we can't. Mm-mm. We're done. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. It's great. Yeah. I'm also on a little railroad (laughs) car. (laughs) Yep. And I'm tired. Yeah. Um, but we did something cool. Tell me all about this. I saw like 17 people post about it on Instagram and I was very sad that I didn't (gasps) go. You never went to any of them? I I mean, I've been to the Hollywood Bowl before, but no, but okay, so we'll so we'll just start at the beginning. Yeah. So we went to the Game of Thrones live concert at the Hollywood Bowl last night. And we'd actually gone before previously when it was in the Staples Center. And it's where I want to say like Raman Jawadi. I'm so sorry. I probably butchered the shit out of that. But the phenomenally talented and like extremely cute and charming and funny um, composer who wrote all of the music for fucking Game of Thrones conducts a live fucking orchestra. I didn't realize this was like a yearly thing. I don't think it's a yearly thing. They did it they do like tours and mm. this was the last night of the tour. Oh. So when we saw it previously this year, it was not obviously including the final season. Yeah. So this was actually a much different show, which cool. was exciting. Cause the first time we went, it was kind of random. It was like, Oh, do you want to go to this thing? And we were like, yeah. Um, and it was like, I, I like thought about it constantly. It was so phenomenal. I was like, I can't stop thinking about this. Amazing. So then Dawn my wonderful sister got us all fucking tickets to go again at the Hollywood bowl. So it was cool because it was, a, a different show, mm-hmm. B, a different venue. And yeah. it was kind of a different show just from that aspect as well. Yeah. And there was like 
fucking fireworks. Like they, amazing. When they do the big, well, I don't know if you know this, but when they yeah. do the big number, when Cersei blows up all the bad guys with the uh-huh. green fire, like they do this crazy green <gasps> fireworks. Cool. Like, it was just so much fun. And it's just, it's the music is so good. He's so talented. And like I said, he's just really charming and cute. And he's like oh, this cute so little fun. accent. And his little kid came out and he was like, I just want to introduce my dad. And I was like, oh. all right, that's a cute kid. Um, and it was so fun because my mom's here because Don and Curtis just moved into their house. Aww. So it was like a family affair. Cute. So it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend. That was the last night. So <laughs> so there's not a lot. To I mean, recommend. I'm sure maybe they'll do like an anniversary tour when they yeah. do the the prequel. What's the uh-huh. new one they're doing? Oh, I don't it's know. It's a prequel, right? Sure. Are TV shows called that also? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like when it's the story that happens before the story. I feel like there's another word that I'm thinking of that's not prequel. Spinoff? No, maybe. Okay. I don't know. All right. So when that show, they might do <laughs> Another an anniversary tour. one. And yeah. then we should go. Cause it's like, I yeah. mean, it's just um, like, it's bananas. Yeah. And he like fucking plays every instrument. He comes out with like this sick electric guitar. Like it's just bomb. There's fire, whatever the dragons do it. Oh, because if I didn't mention, they're playing clips of the show the whole time. Oh, that's so fun. So they're playing along with yeah, yeah, the yeah. show. Like it's just bananas. Yeah. That's so fun. Have you ever done any of the John Williams ones? No, my sister has, but I have not. Yeah. I, I don't know the... if like emotionally I could handle that. Oh, interesting. Like you'd be too sad? No, like music like moves me very yeah, yeah, deeply yeah. and I cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing a downside. You need to cry. I think I do. Yeah. We should go to the- Maybe that's why my eye is weepy. Maybe it's not oh. allergies. Maybe it's just my emotions trying yeah. to come out of the- <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to escape. They're like, it's okay, Grace. And I'm like, God, uh, something in my eye. Make a run for it, boy. <laughs> run for it, buddy. I'm like, nope, nope, just my eyeball. Um, just my left eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, when I lived in Seattle, I used to go to the, um, the Seattle Symphony was great and the tickets Ugh. weren't like too crazy expensive. So we'd go like once a year and it was always awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. And the, the best part about the symphony, in my opinion, is unlike a... Um, like a play or a musical, your seats don't matter. You can sit anywhere and you're probably still going to have a great show. That's true. Oh my awesome. God. I had actually never been to the Hollywood Bowl. Really? It is gigantic. Oh my God, it's huge. It is huge. We were like in the first thing. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize. And then when I turned around, there was like four more things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I was like, Bowl holy fuck. Flipping huge. It's like kind of scary big to me. But like in a fun way. Yeah, getting in was interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've done it. So we've done... So they do, if you're not familiar with the Hollywood Bowl, they do a concert series. It's just, um, they carved out a mountain. Yeah, yeah. And they do um, a show with John Williams every year where he, the first half of the show is always different. Um, one of the years we went, it was so cool because it was, I think of the music of, from Blake Edwards movies. That might not be the right name, but it's- um, I'm like Blake Lively, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, oh my God, what's her name? Julie Andrews' husband. Um, he directed like the Pink Panther. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. A bunch yeah. of other movies. Me, 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 me. Um, so That's she like, <laughs> I love that. Um, so she hosted the first half, which was really cool. Mary Poppins did. Yes, it was amazing. <gasps> America's Queen. Right. Um, and then the <laughs> second half, uh, John Williams comes out and conducts pieces from so many of his different scores. So he always does something from. Star Wars. Um, Star Wars, and then um, I've seen him do stuff from Jurassic Park, from yep. Harry Potter, yep. just like nope. amazing, amazing stuff. Um, so it's really cool. It's a That's super fun show. Amazing, yeah. And he like the Hollywood Bowl is fucking huge, like as big as a stadium for sure. I couldn't um, believe it. I really couldn't believe it because when we got there, 
it took us a while to get in mm-hmm. because we were like going up the mountain and all the people with the little cones were like, just go to the next one. Just go to Did the next one. Did you drive? One. No. Oh, okay. Like when we're literally walking into the venue. Oh. So they were like, just go to the next one. Just go to the next one. So then we ended up going all the way to the top of the motherfucking hill. Yeah. And there was like 8,000 people and nobody was going anywhere. So yeah. we were like, why do you keep telling us to come up? So then we went back down to like the next one down. Uh-huh. And then we got in like pretty quickly. And then people started to come down and be like, stop telling us to go to the hill. Like everyone was getting all mad. I was oh, like, oh geez. no. So we finally got in, but we were like, got there like at eight. And yeah. so we were panicking that we were going to be late. So when we found our seats, we were like literally running and like yeah. just sat. So I didn't take in anything. And uh-huh. then when later during the intermission, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, all of LA is here. It's true. Yeah. We've done it enough times now that we have like a nice little routine and that helps me to not feel so anxious about it, but it is really like a huge venue. Leaving is always like a little tricky for me. Cause like, um, Cause people so are we, fucking annoying as shit. Well, yes, but we, uh, there's like a, um, I don't know what you call it, like a park and ride kind of thing. So you, there's like like a, shuttle. a little, yeah, exactly. So there's like a little <laughs> parking lot. Um, and then you get on the shuttle and the bus like takes you to the, like right up to the top where you get in, which is great. Um, so there's no walking up hills. I don't walk up hills. Um, I enjoyed it. I consider it hiking and I don't do that. It is. Um, So uh, that's great. But then when you leave, you have to walk down the hill to find your bus. And there was one year where the bus that we took, you had to walk across the street, but because (gasps) it's so many people. Oh, I was wondering what those buses were. Yeah, that's what those buses are. Um, But because there are so many people, there's an underground crosswalk. So you don't have to wait for traffic. And it's literally like a tunnel underground. Mm -hmm. And it's when it's full of people. It's I feel hot and claustrophobic, like just hearing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and my it's foot like just got a little sweaty. It's like so, like it's not. Uh, it's pretty wide, but it's very short. Like <gasps> I could touch the ceiling. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, a nightmare. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a horror film. Yep. That I won't see. Yep, it was not ideal. Yeah, but in like in other years, it's been. Uh, our bus has been like on our side of the street, so it hasn't been an issue. So it was a fun surprise the one year oh, that great. it happened. Yeah. Also terrifying to know that all this time I've been driving over humans. I know. Yeah. In the fucking catacombs. <laughs> Jesus. Know. You know, it's great. It's all great. Cool. Um, but all that to say, I am so glad that you got to go experience that. That was so much fun. <gasps> it was so fun. I love it so much. And then I was like, I, all right, we got to go watch every fucking episode all over again. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, anyway, moving right along. <laughs> I thought, I loved that. Okay, so I put in our show notes, like, pick of the week. Like, what's a fun little thing you're loving this week? And, of course, I was just like, yeah, I'm liking the show. And then Alicia's like, I'm going to put something very well thought out and intelligent. Can and I I'm tell like, you, I like Netflix. Can I tell you, I thought, I didn't realize <gasps> this was a reference to a show. Oh, you thought I meant it literally? Yeah, so <gasps> I was like, Bless. I was like, hell yeah, Grace. I'm going to pick this other thing that's great for women. <laughs> See, I like saw your thing and I was like, well, now you're making me look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> All right. So that, so that everybody knows what the fuck we're talking about. I put work and moms, which is Catherine Reitman's show. On Netflix. On Netflix. <laughs> it's a Canadian show. Um, and it comes onto Netflix later. And uh-huh. finally seasons two and three are on Netflix now. Oh, and it's like absolutely I've seen, phenomenal. I've seen ads for it. Like, give me an overview. What is it? I mean, it's basically about this like group of women and they're all moms and mm-hmm. they're all in completely different um, stages of life, like life paths. So you get like, you know, we have a lot of interracial couples. We have gay couples. We have married couples. We have non-married couples. We have kids who are little, kids who are older, kids who are adopted. Like it has a whole gambit of life experiences. And it's scripted. It's scripted and it's a half hour comedy that she like 
stars in, created, produces, and writes with her husband, who stars in the show Amazing. as her husband. Um, and I think the kid in the show might actually be their kid. Wow. Um, and it's just really phenomenal. They really, really focus on bringing in female direct. I mean, everything about it from the scripted side to how they produce it, um, like the production side literally is just really phenomenal. And it's so fucking funny. And I thought season one was phenomenal. And I actually, I thought season two was actually even better. Wow. That's great. Season three was like slightly rocky for me just Mm -hmm. in a very mild way, but it's so fucking funny it's like stupid how funny it is. I don't know why it's not like so much bigger than, yeah. than it already is, which it already is extremely successful. Yeah. It gets like nominated for like Emmys and shit. That's cool. Um, like Canadian creative Emmys. I don't know. Sure. Um, but it's I it's but it also has like a lot of important like woke yeah. elements to it. So I think cool. it's just like great in every way. But I mean, I literally like scream laughing. Amazing. Because there's so many moments where you're just like, yes. <laughs> like there's this one scene where she's like having um like like a night sweat because uh-huh. she starts to get like pre-menopause uh-huh. even though she's like quite young but so she's having so they always open the show at least like in the earlier seasons with them at their like mommy group mm-hmm. and it's fucking hilarious but then there's one where it's all of them but they're dudes uh-huh. like the women like the female actors are dressed up as dudes and they're like dude like can you imagine how like easy <laughs> girls must have it and it's just like flipping like gender yeah. roles on its head and i was like seriously crying laughing and then she wakes up and you realize there's just like a silly dream she's having uh-huh. so it's just genius writing like how they work stuff into it and you it's you absolutely have to watch it it's yeah amazing. that sounds awesome but uh, but again, it's it's no Melinda Gates. But I mean, okay, listen. So uh, the reason that <laughs> <laughs> the reason I picked Melinda Gates is because uh, so um, Melinda Gates, Bill's wife. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> it felt uh, right. She wrote this article for Time um, where she talks about how she is committing a billion dollars to promote gender equality over the next ten years. Which is freaking awesome. Yeah. The article's amazing. It's like she wrote the article, so it's all from like her voice, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically mm-hmm. she talks about some of the statistics about um, just how little- Gender inequality. Yeah, exactly. Like just how little power women really have. Yeah. Um, which is horrifying. Um, and yeah. then uh, talking about like of the small amount of money that does go towards women issues, most of it goes towards- um, reproductive issues, which is very important, but then that it's like literally 90 cents on the dollar goes to reproductive issues. And then that last 10% goes to everything else. It's like the little Mickey cartoon where they're like slicing the bean yes. into little slices of bean. <laughs> and they're just like, here you go. Yeah, here's your sliver I'm full. of bean. Yep. Um, so she, uh, with her company, which I have the name of pivotal ventures, mm-hmm. um, are uh, going to like focus on, they have like three priorities um, to like empowering women and bringing more women into positions of power, which is all amazing. So I'm just really excited about it. It's like- It's super exciting. Yeah, she ends the article by saying, you know, we have the right to be outraged, but we also have the right to be optimistic. And I think that's like an amazing perspective to have right now because it is really easy to be- mad and then feel hopeless mm-hmm. um so it's uh it's just like really great to see someone who like does have a good amount of power and a good amount of influence and obviously and an is amazing amount of wealth <laughs> yeah, yeah and is like doing something with it exactly yeah um so i was just really excited melinda melinda what a great lady i know good old mindy gates mindy m, m-, m- okay nope 
Um, that's great. I love that article. I'm glad that uh, Alicia's reading the Times while I'm watching 15 minutes at a time of working moms. I mean, don't get too impressed. I'm pretty sure I saw the article because of a BuzzFeed headline. That's to- wear it loud and wear it proud. Mm-hmm. Hi. Everybody, everybody uses BuzzFeed. There's like there's a um, a sketch from a um, comedy troupe called the Harvard Sailing Club. They have a bunch of videos on YouTube. I highly recommend them if you haven't watched any of them. Okay. But they have this one called Hipster Thanksgiving (laughs) that Kyle and I watch on Thanksgiving every year. Because again, we like traditions. (laughs) Um, But part of it is like these two girls talking and one of them is like, yeah, I pretty much get all of my news from this website. It's called (laughs) facebook.com. I don't know if you've heard of it. It is hilarious. And also it's Sounds like the video is a good number of years old. Now I think it was probably from like 2015 or something. Oh my God. Um, I know. So it's like even more chilling to hear that in our post Trump era. <laughs> I know because now we're like. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, I will have to tune in. Speaking of holidays. <sighs> holidays. It has begun. The spoopening has begun. <laughs> so this is our first of four October episodes. For the spookiest number. Uh, and uh, it just feels right uh-huh. in my loins. Yeah, that's And correct. everywhere else. Yeah, but my starting only, from. Like deep in the ovaries. Yeah. Yeah, my only complaint is that I wish Southern California would get its shit together and stop being 80 fucking degrees. I mean, look, dude, you need to just come over here. I've been freezing in this house for days. I don't understand. Me and the beans huddle together in my office and we have, I have like this huge tower space heater mm-hmm. that like oscillates. What? And we just turn it on to a thousand degrees and just like pray to God we don't die. That is crazy. It's hard. Have you tried drinking? It really helps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, it's 8 a.m. We're freezing. Time for Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's correct. All right, I'll look into that. Uh, (laughs) But part of our spooky content. (laughs) That was, I don't know what that was. It was like a ghost was making fun of me. (laughs) (laughs) It's because I started to do like an excited sound. Like, and then I turned it into an excited ghost. Okay. Um, Anyway, so we're talking this week about our favorite Halloween films and television shows. Nailed it. Oof. Yeah, you I, got there. The ending was not in sight for that. Still still struggling. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really Both enjoy- are beautiful. I really, really enjoy it when you try to recover from a sentence <laughs> that you had no idea what you was gonna be when you started it. It's like a true joy of mine. It's just like watching like like a toddler learning to walk. Like Look. it's a little unstable and then sometimes it goes great and then sometimes they just fall over. It's adorable either way. Much like rats <laughs> walks, I am surviving and not thriving is what I'll say. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so speaking of, I don't know where I'm going with that. All right. So we're going to talk about the motherfucking craft. Yes, yes. I love the craft. Really? Yeah. I'm so tickled. It's a bunch of lady witches and then it gets spoopy and then they like turn on each other and then one of them is like, that's exactly the movie. Yeah. Uh No one needs to see it now. I mean, I don't know why you would. I think I'm perfectly. I was literally exactly. 
Goldie's going on an explore. I literally just saw some weird fluff fall out of her mouth. Yeah, she likes to eat random shit she finds on the ground, and nine times out of ten, it's lint. Great. Yeah. I mean, as I've said, I've literally twice now literally watched Rat eat a rock. <laughs> yeah, it just eat it. I, I, We finally decided, so we were feeding her the amount that the vet told us to feed her, and then I was like, she every single time we go on a walk is scavenging. Like, well, that's normal. I mean, it is, but like. Oh no. Oh, Goldie, what'd you find? I just heard a crunch. Okay. Goldie's like, I found a delicious rock. Can you not? I know this is uh, riveting content. Riveting podcast content. Can you just lay down and be a good girl? But all dogs will do that. Cause they're, cause that's just yeah. in their DNA I to mean, scavenge. It, it totally is. And I know like, obviously she was living on the street and that was like how she was surviving. I know it makes me really sad to think about it. Um, but uh, we, so all that to say, we decided to start feeding her a little bit more in the hopes that she would like eat less shit off the ground. Hey, well, so, so far it's working out semi okay. I mean, it's not going well. <laughs> but anyway, so the craft is fantastic. Tell me what you like about it. Tell me why it's your favorite. <sighs> I mean, it's just mean girls, but with better fashion with witchy shit. <laughs> It's very aggressively 90s fashion. Which is peak fashion. A. B, peak goth fashion. Yeah. C, peak witch goth fashion. D, my jam. (laughs) That's correct. And it's just fucking crazy. Feruza, what's her face, is- Bulk. Bananas. I love that her first name is very difficult and you nailed it. And then when it got to the last name, you were like (laughs) bailing. (laughs) Well, because I also just want to say Veruca Salt. Oh Which my strangely kind of rhymes with yeah. her real name. Yeah. It's very confusing. Um, it's just the best because it's just crazy. It's also got that like 90s shitty special effects kind of oh, like. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like reminiscent of like the Lost Boys with Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of bad special effects, but it's like amazing. But good, bad. Yeah, and it's just good. It's good. Like, it's just, you gotta, it's like a rite of passage for ladies. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, it's like premium, like 13 year old middle school sleepover content. I mean, sure. Is that not like the perfect time to watch The Craft? I mean, I think it is. I mean, I think it's kind of spooky, but yeah. Too spooky for 13? I didn't watch The Craft until I was in high school. I didn't watch The Craft until like three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Just like peak late 20s sleepover (laughs) material. Exactly. But I imagine like if I liked scary movies, then like 13 year old sleepover. That's right. I'm kind of surprised you like The Craft. I know. It's um, October really is the only time that I'll accept scary movies. <laughs> but I don't think The Craft is that scary. Okay. Do you disagree? Do you think it's real scary? No, no, but I don't think anything's scary. I'm trying to All gauge right. what your scary level is. That's fair. Where's I think your scary me, limbo bar? Um, It's <laughs> a great question. I think for me, because The Craft is more like- Has a campy quality it to has it, a, it's, perhaps? Yeah, it's very campy. Like you said, the effects haven't aged super well. So it doesn't ever feel like too immersive or too real. Sure, sure. And then also like, it, I feel like there's a lot more like interpersonal stuff. There's a lot more like plot plot as opposed to just like, and now we're yeah. doing scary stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, all right. Yeah, so I like it. Yeah, it's, uh, oh God. Also, I have to say the line, we are the weirdos, mister, is like truly how I live my life. Yeah. I love it so much. I think it's like, empowering and feminist. <laughs> I love everything about it. And it is my favorite thing. It is like my only quote that I like in the world. I love, that's not true. I would get that tattooed on my body. Yeah. Not in English, but I would. What? 
I don't have a lot of English on me except for this. Yeah. Like I wouldn't just have it right written out. Like I would sure. put it in a different language. Would you make do it, look it cool? I feel like it could look cool if it was like illustrated in a fun way. So it wasn't just like written out. Like a picture? No, like, um, you know, have you seen those like, you know, kind of not choreography, calligraphy. I've seen choreography. <laughs> We're doing choreography. <laughs> just, I tattooed this this huge tap dance number onto my arm. Is that it's, not it's, clear? Um, but you like in the craft when they do that musical theater number. Yeah, I love that part. So unexpected. <laughs> um, but like, I think if you got it like illustrated in a cool way, like you can write English words in a cool way too. Oh, you mean have like the words be like cool, like the yeah. letters be cool? Yeah. <laughs> See, when I hear illustrated, I hear, I, I think illustration. I mean, you, you know that you can illustrate words too, right? But I think I was, the way you said it. You thought it was going to be like a picture. Yeah. Like gotcha. a cartoon. Gotcha. I didn't think we were talking about letters. I was talking about letters. Is this not the most peak <laughs> A plus invigorating podcast content? Absolutely. Are you excited about the craft TV show? Tentatively, yes. Okay. Do you know I, when it's coming out? I don't. I know they just pretty recently like ca- like finished casting, I think. So yeah. it's like probably like, I don't know, I guess next year maybe. But yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously, I'm going to be super amped to tune in. But I've also there's been a lot of like witchy stuff that's come out over the years. And I've hated all of it. Yeah, I feel like kind of in the way that we were in a vampire trend a few years ago with all the Twilight mania stuff. I feel like we're kind of in like a witch <laughs> trend. Edward Cullen mania. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like it's, I feel like we're kind of in a witch time. Well, I feel like like the style, like the witchy style, like got trendy. Yeah. So maybe that started it. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that before. But I yeah, because like I'm I feel like we've I had really a plethora of witch content. I mean, like we're here to stay. But I also feel like it's because kind of like you were saying, like the '90s kind of. Is, coming back and I feel like the 90s was the last time that we had like witch times well it's because goths used to be associated with like like violence and weird boys in trench coats and like now it's more like sleek and a little more like high fashion so it's a little more mainstream like people aren't like people are more like (laughs) I wasn't convinced until you did the noise now I'm convinced So I am. I'm super excited. But like I said, all like literally I can't think of any like witch content that I've seen on television mm-hmm. like in the past five years that I've liked. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what other witch TV stuff I've seen. I did like Sabrina. I can tell by your face that With you also Melissa really loved it. No. <laughs> no, the like new one. That's oh, on the Netflix. Netflix one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also, like, yes, I did obviously like Sabrina with Melissa. Jones I mean, there. I think we all just liked Salem or what's the cat? Salem. Salem. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like fun, campy. But I mean, yeah. like, but that's what I mean. Like, the craft is like, it's kind of like, okay, you know how like the real fairy tales, like the real Grimm's fairy yeah, tales, yeah, yeah. are like dark grim? As shit. Yeah, yeah, like like people are getting murdered and raped, and she was like held in a dungeon, and Disney's like, but the boyfriend came. Yeah, like I want that I want the grim version. Right. And I think that a lot of stuff gets like the Disney treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I don't want kind of, that. So you didn't like the new Sabrina. I was so fucking excited for it. I was bored an episode in. Oh, interesting. I don't know if I just wasn't in the right mindset or what, like, did I'll, you only watch the one episode? I think I finished one and then like started the next one. And I was just like, what are we, where are we going with this? 
and just like nothing about it hooked me. I but would, it also kind of had a little bit of that kind of cutesy, campy, like she's young. You know what I mean? I would give it, I would give it two episodes because it does. I would definitely go back. Yeah. It does start a lot lighter than it gets. Like she full on meets Satan. I mean, look, you had me at Satan. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should give it another chance. I'm like, Black Phillip. Hey, buddy. <laughs> um, It's like Maleficent. I yeah. wanted Maleficent to be dark and creepy. Oh, no. I wanted, like, Girl Interrupted Angelina. Yeah, and yeah, I got yeah. fucking PG garbage. Yeah, like, well, I, I mean, Maleficent that. is literally a Disney movie. Yeah, but Maleficent is a bad bitch. I wanted, like, a dark. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to get that from I want Disney. Guillermo del Toro to do fucking yeah. Maleficent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, like, with creatures, just with, like, gritty. Mm-hmm. I want Guillermo and Martin Scorsese and myself to make that movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And Veruca Salt. Okay. So what are you excited about? I emailed them once. What? Veruca Salt, the band. Okay. I've corresponded with them via electronic mail. Oh, I've heard of that. Mm -hmm. So my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I just love a hard transition. I just, I think we've really, we're nothing. I think when people think of the show, they think Grace and Alicia. They're funny. They're woke. Segways are great. Yeah. Best segways in the biz. We're segway bitches. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. Nope, I liked it. So it's just, you know, when I read this, I was like, I don't know. It just feels off brand. <laughs> I know, right? So Grace, favorite Halloween movie about a group of badass witches. My favorite Halloween movie is It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> just like a light, a light nose problem. Uh-huh. Just a little bit of lemon water came out my nose. Yeah. Thank you. That's how I roll. Uh, yeah. Great. I Charlie Brown love sure. it so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we watch the uh, the uh, holiday Charlie Brown specials for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas every year on the actual holiday. Um, we've been doing it since before we got married. I'm talking about Kyle and I. That was not clear. Okay. Um, and it is one of my favorite parts. I can quote more of the Charlie Brown. It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, than any other movie. What's your favorite pumpkin quote? I got a rock. <laughs> so Charlie Brown and his friends are all trick or treating, and they keep after every oh, house. Yeah, they like stop and be like, "I got raisins, I got candy, whatever, whatever." Raisins. I don't know. It was the that's horrible. It was sixties. Yeah, sick sociopath monsters, one and all. Uh, and Charlie Brown at every house gets a rock. <laughs> so fucked. Up. I know. I also really want to know if that was like actually a thing that people did in the sixties where like, Oh, I'm sure it was. You got tricks or or, like you got treats or you got tricks and the trick was a rock. Rat would have loved it. I mean, we should really bring it back if that's, it was so funny. Wendy was saying how pumped she is for like trick or treaters. And I was like, I, and I was saying it in the like context and I was like, well, now that we live in this fucking house, like now I'm for sure going to have trick or treaters. I mean, you, at least in where I grew up, the code was if the lights That's are what off, I thought, right? Like porch light off. Yeah, then either we're out of candy lawn. or we just don't want you here. Yeah. And then if your lights were on, it was like, welcome children, please come to my strange home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I My porch lights will be off. Yeah. I was always really bummed. We don't get trick-or-treaters because we live in an apartment. Right. So the first year we lived there, I bought a bunch of candy, not realizing and then you we ate wouldn't it get trick-or-treaters. And then- Yep, November 1st. That I was sounds like, like the best win-win of all time. Eating candy. <laughs> also win-win. Yeah. Just a classic Saturday I for mean, me. I <laughs> mean, truly. Yeah, just tradition. I know. Well, I'm hoping we're actually going to be going out of town 
November 1st mm-hmm. for Ken's high school graduation? Nope. Reunion, probably. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that is that I had no, re- I had no idea that I had said that completely wrong. I really enjoyed it. Look, he's, he's getting his GED. We're very proud. Congrats. That's awesome. <laughs> so we're probably, you know. Yeah, you're not going to be up super late on Halloween. I don't really know where I was going with that. I'm mostly just saying that it's inconvenient for me because I'm traveling the next day. Like, get out of here, Timmy. Yeah, I also, um, I think I have a very skewed um, understanding of when trick-or-treating happens. Because I feel like little kids come out, like, really early. Yeah, it's, like, three in the afternoon. It's, like, get out of here. What's happening? Doesn't it at least need to be dark for you to trick-or-treat? Should I be the asshole who hands out fucking boxes of raisins? (laughs) Yes. Like an just the I mean, worst. I type feel like of you human. only you only have to do it one year if you hand out raisins. <laughs> I know, but then I feel like I'm giving them mixed signals because I have like a big skeleton and little gravestones out there. But that's for me. That's not for them. <laughs> yeah, and you I could, do you know want you those year round. You could they ha- have you could like make it, but they also sell it like Target, like little signs that are reversible, and one sign says like "Welcome Trick or Treaters," and the other side says "We're out of candy," and you could just <laughs> hang the "We're out of candy" sign. So then it's like you just missed us. Like oh, I was friendly, but not anymore. Exactly. The neighbors right across the street from us have like gradually really gone all out in yeah. the front yard, and I'm like, Ken, we gotta make friends with them. Like look at all their fucking. Decorations. Yeah, I know. That is one of my favorite things about living in this area is like people go almost bigger for Halloween than I they do for so Christmas. I think so too. Yeah. Which I appreciate because it like shows me who my people are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we just need to like go make something and bring it to those neighbors so yeah. we can make friends with them. Yeah, and By definitely. that I mean Ken should make something so we can give it to those neighbors so well, we can you make could, friends with them. you could make them a salad. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be good, Alicia. Even the salads are bad. You could make an apple pie. I can make apple pie. Yeah. I'm like, here, I peeled some pistachios for you. Pistachios. Pistachios. Do you peel them? You shell them. I think you shell them, yeah. We're just firing on all cylinders. Every single one. Well, I'm, you're precious. Thank you. You're welcome. I love it so much. Can I tell you, the art, though, is really cool from the early um, Charlie Brown specials. Sure. Um. I really need to look up the year because now I'm saying 60s, but like what if it's from the 80s and I'm just really dumb? It's okay. I still think like 2001 was five years ago. Oh, every day. Um, it's from 66. So I was right. <gasps> Great year. Mm. So they have such cute sweaters. <laughs> uh-huh, that's I right. I fucking love the 60s. Um, Shocker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, did you want to say anything else, by the way? Did I just cut you off like a dick? I don't remember what I was going to say, so it was not important. But Just that the art is really cool and that you and Kyle yeah. are precious babies. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's correct. And also there's this, oh my God, one of the other, th- their, like one of the other plot lines that I really love is that, um, so Linus is, he doesn't go trick-or-treating. He stays in a pumpkin patch all night because he's waiting for the great pumpkin. Oh yeah. Um, which oh. is absolutely insane in a, like a tradition that no one else believes in. And but, also very shitty parenting. I mean, yeah. But Sally decides to wait with him because she is like all in love with Linus. And so she chooses to hang out with him. And there's this one scene where all the kids come back from trick or treating and they're like, uh, you know, 
making fun of Linus or whatever. And Sally stands up for him and she's like, you don't know what you're talking about. He's right. Everyone, you just need to shut up. But then they all walk away and she's like, if this great pumpkin doesn't show up and I'm as trick or treating for you, I'm going to be so mad. That is so my sister. Like she, yeah. Sally is totally Dawn. I mean, truly that though, is hilarious. it's like, it's like a perfect picture of what a good relationship is, in my opinion. It's like you stand up for your man no matter what, but then in, but in then private, you fucking make yeah, it you can you can express your truth. Oh my god! Speaking of like standing up for your man, so last night we're leaving the concert, and um, there was like this one dude, and everybody was like pretty lovely for the most part. But there was like this one piece of shit that was like really drunk uh-huh. that was like walking like down the street with everybody, and he like started talking to Ken like like Ken he was just drunk and being belligerent sure and Ken like walked by him and he was like hey dude like just being like saying weird shit to him but Ken was like kind of in front of me we'd gotten separated a little bit so I couldn't really hear what he was saying uh-huh. and I like noticed him kind of like gesturing towards Ken like like acting like he was gonna like touch his head or oh, something no and I mean I literally like went full demon woman like I literally like felt my hands get hot uh-huh. and I was like oh motherfucker like I box like a motherfucker I'm about to take you down and I got like real sassy <gasps> good for you I got like Kenny G protector oh that's so cute I was like <laughs> <laughs> but nothing happened but something great did happen there was some piece of shit you know like at the nerds in school who had rolly backpacks oh oh no told that story on this podcast how my precious precious mother bought me a rolly backpack because she read some article about how it'd be better for my back and it was just the worst part of middle school but please tell me your cool cool story (laughs) (laughs) I like the words flew out so quickly and I instantly was like no 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 so remember when like really cool, like <laughs> stylish kids like had rolly backpacks because their parents loved them and cared about their back care. Uh-huh. Back back care? Back health. Health, thank you. Uh-huh. Um so anyways, so, so there was this guy, because you can go to like the Hollywood Bowl and like have a picnic before. Yeah. You can yeah, like yeah. bring shit in, you can bring your own snacks and stuff. Most importantly, you can bring your own wine in. Right, yeah. And it doesn't even have to be in a bra. So this guy <laughs> who was like a grown man in his fifties, like very normal looking was like clearly there with like his wife that was yeah. also middle-aged. They had a rolly backpack that was like the Pittsburgh Steelers uh-huh. that they had clearly brought to the event with like food and treats in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was now like clearly empty and also a severe fucking hazard on the sidewalks after a Saturday night show at the Hollywood bowl. Like, such a nightmare. I was like, dude, pick up your motherfucking... Because it wasn't that big, you know what I uh-huh. mean? Like, you could have very easily carried it. And it was obviously yeah. empty. Like, they had uh-huh. eaten everything in it. So it was very, like, light. So yeah. you could have carried it. So yeah. this fucking drunk asshole, like, is crossing in front of me and completely trips over it. Oh, and, like, no. almost runs into the wall. And he was just like, oh, dude. And the guy was all, like, put out. And I was like, you got a motherfucking rolling lunchbox, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> that is a hazard to society. We all know it. Yeah. Can I tell you? so funny, though. I feel like the fact that it's a Pittsburgh Steelers branded one really says a lot. Because He was wearing jean shorts. I feel like that's Obviously. I don't think you even needed to say that. Thank you. Thank Um, you. Well, my point being, though, is that I don't think people really understand, like... Rolly etiquette? Well, no. (laughs) 
but like how big LA is. Like it's the second most populated city in the United States. And half it's, of us were in that bowl. Exactly. And it's like, you can go to a crowded event like a Pittsburgh Steelers game and it's going to be crowded. There's going to be a ton of people there. But when you leave, it's not the same as leaving a smaller event, like a smaller event that has just as many people. That didn't make sense. Especially but like the area you're is smaller in and it has just as many people as this big stadium thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's more dense. That's what I was trying it's to say. It's super, super dense. And again, it's yeah. not like complete mayhem, but it was like, come but on, man. But it's not not mayhem. You're old enough to know that this is a bad idea, especially yeah. where the alcohol is flowing. Yeah. I think, honestly, those those things, I don't think it's necessarily that somebody um, is trying to be rude. I just think they don't think things through. You know what I mean? Like, it's more that's ignorance. I, it's like a lack than, of self-awareness. It's like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. And then he was all mad at this, like, drunk piece of shit. But I was also like, and he was being an asshole, but I was also like, you're, you... Sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are the rest of your pants? Yeah. So anyway. I'm so sorry I brought up a painful, <laughs> painful memory for you. It's fine. It's fine. At least you weren't wearing denim shorts. Um, I mean, at least I've never made that mistake. So so I thought it would be fun to talk about celebrity tell-alls and what we think about them and how we feel about them in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Because... Mm-hmm. I know recently Demi Moore had one and then like a little bit before that, I know Lamar Odom did one and I know it's kind of like a thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a fine line because I, I don't think I like them. Yeah. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were. So to be completely honest with you, I've never read one. <laughs> Alicia's like, I just don't care. <laughs> Honestly though, that's kind of my answer. Like I've never read one. Um, I'm not particularly interested in them. Um, they're just like not, of. they're just not interesting to me. Like if I, I feel like nothing that someone is going to write in a celebrity tell all is going to be the full truth because it's always just from their perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they're kind like, of inherently salacious. Exactly. And it's, it feels like, um, I feel like they're also kind of inherently sad because I feel like nobody writes a tell all when they're in a happy prime of life kind of place. You know what I mean? I feel like they are, but they're looking back on times that weren't. Would you say that a tell-all is different than a memoir? Or would you say it's the same? I think that's more like how we would describe them. Like, I think some people write books and you're like, oh, that was insightful. That was a lot about their life. Yeah. But then if they're filled with a lot of, like I said, kind of salacious details, then they kind of get branded a tell-all. Yeah. and see, Like, that's- like Faye Resnick's tell-all about right. Nicole's cocaine. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I think that's the difference for me. Like, if it's somebody that's, like, in their latter years and they, or even, like, just they've finished, a, a like, a big time in their life and they write a memoir about their life and it has, like, fun stories and, like, you know, that kind of thing, that I'm here for. See, that kind of sounds like an autobiography. Yeah. Which is maybe like the elevated version of a tell-all. Yeah. I just feel like I don't like, and I'm not in any way, shape or form judging Demi Moore. I love her. She's fantastic. I have no problems with her personally whatsoever, but I've just been hearing a lot about hers and it's a lot of like how she felt bad because Ashton was cheating on her and made her have threesomes. And I'm just like, those feel like intimate details that you maybe could have just gone to him with if you were like, hey, can we unpack something that I've felt shitty about for yeah. years? I don't know why people want to put it in a public forum. And yeah, then I my guess brain that's, goes to are they just doing it for money? Right. I think that's the thing that I that makes me just say, well, I don't want to engage with this. I don't really care about it. Yeah, because it feels because it feels, it feels exactly cheap. it feels very cheap. It feels like the only reason to 
have that kind of information Public. be discussed publicly exactly is because you're trying to, in your mind, like set the record straight or, or something. Or just like get back in the limelight or, you know, whatever. Because I feel like the only part of it that I can understand personally is that I'm like, I can understand wanting closure, in which case just call them. Yeah. Or write an email. Just have lunch. Right. Like if email, you need yeah. to write it out, like I totally get that. I think there is a very therapeutic quality to writing um, because it does allow you to get a lot of like the mishigas in your head out on paper. And it's like, it's the same reason I make lists. Like I might have 17 things to do. And if I just keep thinking about them, they're going to feel yeah. like harder to accomplish than if I just write them out on a list and then mm -hmm. I can see them all and then they can be out of my head and then I can just refer to the list. Um, or if you, uh, you know, it helps you like decide how you feel about something. Exactly. You literally have to put words to your feelings. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think that they're like writing out your feelings is totally valid. I think publishing that writing is a choice. Yeah. I think there's a fine line between like, I know that recently one of Harvey Weinstein's old assistants just came out with a memoir or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it or a tell all, whatever. Like that I think is important. Like that's something that should probably, since she's decided to become public and is obviously comfortable doing that. That's probably something that's important to have out in the public eye just because shitty things went down and we need to stop those from happening right. again in the I future. Right. I think that's, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that also can be a fine line though because that's. I know, it's a really fine line. Yeah, that's like, that is giving a voice to a victim and like exposing a cultural problem. Right. But then depend, I mean, I haven't read Demi Moore's, so maybe hers is the same kind of thing where she's trying to give voice to what she feels is a victim situation. So I think that's tricky. I think it's tricky. I don't think I could, I don't know. I'm just too fucking cagey. Like I, I don't even know how I would talk about like, I'm like, well, you could have just not named names, but it's like, well, we would have figured yeah, it out. I mean, but then at least then it's not just like he was bad. Yeah. Which I'm sure he was, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about it. Cause I'm just like, my grandma's going to read this. Like, I don't want to talk about threesomes with Ashton. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. It's just a weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, in general, <laughs> it's fine. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't me. All right. I'm still not. Carry on. Okay. Um, Everything's fine. All right. In that general, was just for Alicia. I liked it. <laughs> um, in general, I don't read a lot of like celebrity books unless it's somebody that I'm already kind of a fan of. Like I really enjoyed like, Mindy Kaling's <gasps> first book. I think I, yeah. I think I only read the first. No, maybe I read both of them. I love Tina Fey's books, Amy Poehler's yeah, books. Yeah, 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 same, same, same. So, but I feel like the thing about those women's books are, they were funny stories and they are great comedic writers, but then they also were like sharing their success. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was stories. I feel like there was a, there was an uplifting quality to exactly. that. And it was, I mean, you know, it wasn't like salacious. That's yeah. just a great Like Amy Poehler had nothing but nice things to say about her ex-husband in yeah. her book and that she was grateful for their wonderful children, like yeah. stuff like that. I just don't, I don't know. I don't understand what, and again, I don't mean to call her out because I really do love her as an actor and like I have no, you know, I have no nothing about her personal life and who mm -hmm. am I to, but it's like, I don't know what she gets out of explicitly saying things like that. And I remember when Lamar Odoms came out, it was like on so many of like the like gossipy things. And I was yeah. so sick of hearing about it. Cause I was like, dude, you why know, would you publish that? Shut up. You know what I have noticed about a lot of the things that you don't like in your life? <laughs> yes. It's a lot of um, the repetitiveness of gossip. 
Girl, you literally, I have such a problem with repetition, like rep, like repetitive sounds. Ask Ken. It makes him crazy because it makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. I think you should stop reading people. I know that it's one of the like tabs that just comes up when you open your computer and I think you should take it off. But that's the only like pop culture one that I look at. But it's I just look at it crazy. to like glance. Well, just try it for a week. Fine. Okay, good talk. <laughs> Have you ever watched Trey Kennedy on Instagram? His videos about middle middle schoolers. No, I don't know who that is. Oh my god, you would love him. He's so funny. He's like a a comedian on Instagram that makes funny little like sketch videos. Ooh, okay, and he does ones that it's like like millennial school for girlfriends or like yeah. like middle schoolers, and they're just funny and silly and like just lighthearted. But he does ones with like middle schoolers, and it's like he puts like braces on and he's like, mom, and he like throws his backpack and he like does his own VO is like his mom uh-huh. be like, now pick your backpack up. Like it's just funny and stupid. So that's how I feel right now. I'm like, okay, fine. I love Ugh. it. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. All right, great. Great talk. I love it so much. Um, I'm like, so uh, coming out next year, my tell all. <laughs> Alicia was a horrible bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I once did a podcast with my partner who was terrible. I won't name names. <laughs> but our podcast was called Grace and Alicia Have Lies. It rhymed with Felicia Lenor. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. Ooh, your alter ego. My alter ego. <laughs> she Can had I a dog you? named Goldemore. <laughs> I actually secretly don't really like the name Felicia. Why? I think it's because I want it to just be Felicia? my name. Oh, you no, like? I actually like the phrase by Felicia, but I wish it was just by Alicia. <gasps> I wish we can more. start doing that. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, great. Thank Bye, you. Alicia. Oh, no, it <laughs> feels so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name Alicia a lot. Thank you. I'm rather fond of it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like Grace because it's one syllable. Mm-hmm. You can't misspell it unless you're really, really yeah. just pushing it. Yeah. It's simple. I'm not potentially a boy. <laughs> Like it's not, right. you know, yeah. I dig it. I like it too. And I also like Goldemort. So I love my Goldemort. Oh, Goldemort, Goldemort. So Alicia found this fantastic Wikipedia article. Okay. So the I also. peak of journalism. I also found this from um, my favorite news source, buzzfeed.com. Oh, I, think it's, I think it's Boozfeed, but yeah, I've heard of that. Girl, I would be on board. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, they had some list of like great Wikipedia articles that you should check out. And this one is uh, literally called Common Misconceptions. And it's so good. It's just a list of, as you may have guessed, common misconceptions. Yeah. And it has like sources for like what the actual factual, actual factual material is. Did you fact check them? Well, I like looked at the sources. (laughs) Were Were they reputable sources though? Yeah. So these are all true. Yeah. Because I know Wikipedia is. Occasionally incorrect. Occasionally. <laughs> Just like here and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I checked, they seem to be. All their like sources were BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah. Is that not. <laughs> no, that's real question? news. That's yeah. real. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so I pulled some of my favorites that I just think were really interesting, but I, I love it. I can't recommend it enough. It has like, um, you know, just so many and they're kind of divided by topic, which is fun. So if there's like something that is of particular interest to you, you can go and look at like the misconceptions about art, the misconceptions about Buddhism, you know, whatever. Ooh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. 
Um, I so, guess I could click on it and look at it myself, <laughs> couldn't I? I mean, I do provide this links. This sounds great. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorites is that businesses don't have to accept cash. So like why, what says that? Uh, like our legal tender laws. They mean that, that businesses can accept credit cards or whatever. So the law is just they can accept any form of payment they choose. So they mm-hmm. can choose to only accept. Not cash. Whatever they want. Yeah. That's so funny because just last week we're at the vet because all I do is give my money to the vet. Yep, that's correct. And um, the guy, there was like a guy there while we were waiting in the lobby. And he was like, oh, I forgot to ask. Do you guys accept cash? And the guy was like, no. Mm-hmm. And I never really like heard that before. So yeah. it's funny that this is coming up. Yeah. I, I mean, I've definitely seen like um, businesses that are. Uh, cash only. Yeah, tons of cash only ones, but like, um, oh my God, what am I trying to say? Like trendy like shops or like stalls at like, um, like the Rose Bowl or whatever. They only accept Bitcoin. (laughs) Well, no, they all have square readers and they don't accept cash because they don't want to have to carry change or whatever. I don't, I like never have cash. Same. Yeah. I don't like having cash because it makes my wallet all thick. Funky. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. With two C's. Yep. Um, I also don't like cash, but it's really better for me to have cash because I don't spend it. I had $2 bills in my wallet for like six months. That sounds right. I just had no reason to use cash. And then finally we needed quarters for laundry. And I was like, I've got this. (laughs) Very exciting. (laughs) Your your dollars were like, this is the moment. (laughs) Exactly. Very interesting. Okay. Are you ready for another one? I'm born ready. (laughs) All right. Again, didn't know where I was going. Didn't like where I went. All right. Great. Um, Ancient Greek statues were painted bright colors. They're only white now because the pigment has faded over time. Bananas. So crazy. What colors were they painted? They did not go into detail, but I like to imagine that they were like, um, like drag queens. You know what I mean? Just like (laughs) huge, like accentuated eyebrows, eyeliner. I know. See, I imagine they were just like, Black and orange. <laughs> Why? Like, just because those are just like the colors that the pots are in Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you're probably exactly Science. right. Science. Yeah. History. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Isn't that crazy? I would love to see that. Yeah. If you could go back in time to any particular moment, mm-hmm. where would you go? Okay. This question is only fun if you're a white man. Should I go? <laughs> Ken. <laughs> no, the only reason I say this is because like literally every other moment in time is worse for oh i like, see what you're women <laughs> well yeah oh my god yeah we talked like, about this they'd be yeah. like here's your diaper witch see you at the next moon <laughs> exactly but if i was like going back and could somehow have the same like kind of neutral status that i have now which is still privilege as Let's a white say person you can go back as like a ghost like you're okay. just traveling so i'm just time. i'm just observing but yeah I'm not you're necessarily not engaging correct oh did I just blow your mind? Yeah, uh, kind of. Um, I mean, I I would love to go back to like Marie Antoinette's France. Yeah. I love that God whole- bless you. Like Rococo art period is like, I mean, truly if I was just like Paris she had Hilton- birds rich, in her wigs. Yeah, it would be, my home would be a copy of Versailles. That's hilarious. Oh, Versailles is gorgeous. Yeah. I would love to see like what Thespis was up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also, There's other things I would like to see, but that's sure. the first one I think of. I love that. I think also 
Marie Antoinette's France is so interesting because it's such a high and then such a low. So I think yeah, that it didn't like, go well. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real fun party that ended real badly. Uh-huh, exactly. So I think you kind of get the best of both worlds. You get to see like the extravagance, but then also like the true crime. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what he said. That, Cause I would want to go like, I would for sure go back and, and watch Nicole Brown's murder. Yeah. Just so you would know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's where my mind goes. Uh-huh. I'm like, Thespis, what were you doing? Were you even a good actor? Yeah. OJ did it. Yeah. Grace and nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'd love to know the whole, um, I want to know what happened to Roanoke. What were you doing kids? I want to know. Oh my God. What's her name? Marie the, Antoinette. No, the little, the like blonde girl from Colorado that everyone talks about. It's like Elizabeth Smart. No, no, no. She, little girl that got murdered on <gasps> Christmas. Oh, John Benet Ramsey. Yes, thank you. All I, I can know. think of was Renee all- Brown. What <laughs> is happening in my brain? Two very different women. Very different. Yeah. I would want to know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'd want to know. What do you think? What are like your top three biggest mysteries like that that you would want to do? John Benet Ramsey. That are true crime kind of things? Anything. Or just like life's mysteries? I'll take both answers because I feel like this is interesting. Oh gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, definitely, I think probably um, the Black Dahlia would be really interesting. We to know, know who did story. that. I know, but like to know definitively. I know. That's the, that's the fucking thing. Yeah. That's the thing about OJ that just kills me. I'm like, I, I want to know 1,000%. Yeah. Stuff that I, t- that I can't put specifically in a box mm-hmm. drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. I want to have a yes or a no. Uh-huh. Yeah. And no repetitive sounds. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, yeah, the Domine Ramsey one is so good. Yeah. What about you? <sighs> For sure, OJ Simpson. That one's always like my big one. Yeah. Um, Domine Ramsey is really, really good. Um, like I said, the Roanoke thing is really fascinating to me. I would love to know like how Stonehenge fucking happened. Ooh. I would love to know how the pyramids fucking happened. Yeah. I really loved um on I can't remember if it was in the actual episode or if they used it in a promo, but for the good place. They had um, a little bit where, um, have you watched The Good Place at all? Okay, so there's, um, she's giving me a hard no. Uh, It looks too colorful. Oh my God, you need to get out. It's it's like one of the best shows currently on television. What is wrong with you? Um, But there's a character named Janet who is basically like like a being that can summon anything kind of in this world. And um, so one of the characters uh, asks her to um, create a baby baby elephant made entirely of light that tells you secrets about the universe. And so it's a lot to unpack there, but I'm listening. uh So it like pops up and it starts saying uh, different things. And one of them is Stonehenge was a sex thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I'm telling you, you need to watch The Good Place. It's really good. It's a good place. You would really enjoy it. I still have like 10 seasons of ghost adventures to get through and then I'll put it at the top of my <laughs> All list. Right. I'm just saying, like, did you like Parks and Rec? Yes. It's created by the same guy. I mean, I'm open to it. Oh my God. What are you even doing here? Like, we got to stop recording this podcast. Because <laughs> I'm deeply, deeply tired. My brain right. is like a nice pate, if you will. I absolutely will. Grace just learned what pate was. I am making, oh, I was going to say sports references. <laughs> I am making sports and food references. I love it so much. Things I know nothing about. Mm -hmm. 
Um, would you like to hear uh, another fun yes. fact? But Black- if you think of anything else like that that you want to know or that you would go to, say yeah. it because I'm okay. curious. Okay. Black holes have the same gravitational effect as other bodies with the same mass. Meaning, if our sun was replaced by a black hole, the planetary orbit would be almost completely unaffected. Cool. Isn't that crazy? I could go outside all the time. I mean, no, we'd be dead for sure, but but those just those few seconds before would be <laughs> so delightful. Uh-huh. I'd be like, this is how it should have always been. <laughs> Darkest night. Gone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I That's not always, at all terrifying. I know. Apparently the only time that it's like a space vacuum, which is kind of how I imagine black holes to that's be. That's accurate. Yeah. That's how we all. Is if the body that it, uh, that created it was already that kind of thing. Like a Dyson. Uh-huh. If it was a Dyson and it turned into a black hole, then it's going to stay a vacuum cleaner. I could use one of those. Oh my God. I would sell a kidney for a Dyson. <laughs> Like the best vacuum cleaners. I want one of those dumb robo things, but the beans would absolutely lose their minds. Yeah. I mean, Goldie doesn't love it, but she tolerates it. I like moved her bed up on the couch yesterday because I ran it. So you can do it. Yeah. And she, "Hmm." I know she was like very, she was very torn because her bed was on the couch. So it got like double comfy, um, which she loved. But then also the vacuum cleaner was running. So she'd be kind of like sleeping and then she'd like give it side eye and then she'd go back <laughs> like, to sleep. Nah. Yeah. Uh, we have one of those like Swiffer things mm-hmm. that has like the little like squeegee. The jets. Yeah. Jet squirt. And when you. <laughs> so right. sorry. Mm-hmm. Poor choice of words. But uh-huh. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. So when you like click the ejaculate button, uh-huh. it goes like. Wee, wee, like it yeah. makes a little squeak squeak. Yeah. And Baxter hates the noise. Oh no. Like you can be swiffing, swiffing, doesn't give yeah. a shit. And then when you click the little button, he's like. Ah! And he hates it. And he does this weird little whine thing where he's like, oh, oh, and you're no. just like, it's a squeak. What's happening, man? It's hilarious. Oh, but no. only when you hit the button. Yeah. He's a weird dude. I mean, we've also RIP Wendy's finger. Oh, are you ready for another fun fact? I have two yes. more. Okay. I love these. There's no such thing as an alpha wolf. Wolf packs fun- function like families with no particular rank. Where does that word, that like turn of phrase come from, you think? It was um, a study done on wolves in captivity. I know. Makes me sad. I know. So when they're in captivity, somebody kind of takes the lead? Yeah. It's kind of like how orcas act completely differently in SeaWorld than they do in real life. Almost like they're imprisoned. Yeah. (laughs) So they go a little crazy. Aww. Yeah. So I I just thought that was fun. The like parents take care of the- no, it's like, but I mean, like in humans. Oh, I see. They're just called saying. bros. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's not a, it's not like a good title. Alpha male. leaves a bad taste in your it's mouth. It's not great. I'll, when someone says alpha male, I cover my drink. <laughs> and that's correct. Yeah. And also it should just be covered. Women should really just go around with sippy cups only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or wine bras. Can you imagine being able to just like roll up to a bar and be like, bartender, fill me up. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I, ever since I got roofied really badly that couple years ago, I can't even tell you how many drinks I have just let go. Cause like people will like send over drinks, which is like flattering, I guess. Yeah. It's a little, I don't know if it's like, it seems weird. Yeah. It's a little weird maybe in 2019, but I'm always like, Oh, thank you. And I'm like, I will never. Yeah. Unless I watch you. I wouldn't even drink your drink. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, that's but fair. It's like, yeah. My mouth Sippy is garbage. Sippy cups and wine bras. 
It's not. I brush my teeth, I promise. I have great oral hygiene. Me too. Oh, no. Ratsy has terrible halitosis. Terrible. It smells like a burnt human hair shit in there. It's so bad. Oh, God. She has halitosis. Like, she has a problem. Yeah, that's not great. Are you ready for your last fact? I most certainly am. Okay, great. (coughs) Hair and nails. This is the only one that I knew. Oh, really? Or I knew a couple of, I, oh, we skipped one. I knew the one that we skipped. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll do that one then. Okay. Um, Napoleon wasn't short, but taller than the average Frenchman at the time. He was 5'7". Apparently, his height was recorded as 5'2", but apparently back then, the um, French measurement for feet was different than the English measurement for feet, so he was actually 5'7". Interesting. Yeah. Also, he his personal guard, he picked people that were taller than average, so... That might have uh, like made him look shorter, right? Like lent to the. the also, he's probably just like bent over from all of his STDs because he was in horrible pain all the time. Yeah, poor buddy. Poor also, little. five seven, not not ideal. I mean, no, but I think at the time, like people in general were shorter. Good for you, Napoli. Yeah, Napoleoli. Good job, Nap. <laughs> no, I didn't like that. And. And bone up. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Next one. Uh, so your hair and nails don't continue to grow after you die. The skin dries, making your hair and nails appear longer. Yeah. That one shocker. I did know because <laughs> I have mental problems that I only love murder. Uh huh. Um, but terrifying to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I did you recently? <sighs> okay. Never mind. I feel I like know prejudged. Because <laughs> I was going to ask you if you, just, if you just listened to an episode of My Favorite Murder, but I know that you haven't. Okay, I'm through. I'm in mid 2017. It's fine. You won't. It's, There's so many freaking episodes, Grace. For our 157th episode, we'll finally be caught up. That's correct. I'm on episode 79. They did a whole thing on people being buried alive, <gasps> and like how they had all these like horrible stories and like little like dingy dingly bells, bells. And, yeah, and shit, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, how yeah. some of the bells would go off because people would like move in their graves. Well, because when you die like all the like air and your yeah. gas and shit comes yeah, yeah. out and it would like cause the thing the to fake like fake dingly bells yeah. and then how all these people would like um like there was one particular story of like a guy's wife she like was really sick went into a coma they thought she was dead they buried her and then like a couple days later everybody in the town like got the same illness but then they all woke up after a few days so he was like oh no do you think that we buried my wife okay <laughs> so they dug her up and she had absolutely been buried alive and they found her too late she was <gasps> Like had no, had clawed, marks. yeah, <laughs> and they said that like her mouth, like her actually dead body, like she, her face was like stuck in a scream. Like, can you imagine? Like, good luck, never ever sleeping yeah. ever again. Nope, yeah. that's gonna be a no for me. Um. Then. So anyway, so I did know that, but also terrifying. Yeah, but they do make lots of like groins and little tooth sounds. When you say groins, and do you actually gro- mean groins? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't stress how tired I am. I just work all the time. My brain can't keep up and I just want to say groins and I didn't mean to say groins. I, I don't groans. know why. I don't know why you're apologizing. Like this is the humor that I'm here for. I'm like, did you know that dead people's groins make groan sounds? I mean, maybe they do. I mean, they probably do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They've got a lot to groan about down Yeah, there. bodies are gross. Oh, I'm yeah. like not into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a delightful, <laughs> delightful treat that was. Should we do a little titty down? Yeah, tits down. We have a voicemail. I'm so excited. It's been like a hot minute since we've 
done a voicemail just I because know. we've had so we're chatty bitches. So it's we've like had like seven hour episodes. Yeah. We're like, we don't have time. Cut the voicemail. Yeah. So I'm really excited. We got this one a little while ago um, from our uh, kindred Jessie. spirit ass bitch, Jesse. Yeah. Um, so I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear it. I know you guys, we love your voicemails and any like we will get to them. Like yeah. don't feel sad inside. We'll just in general, but also because don't feel of sad voicemails. Ever. Don't feel sad on the inside or the outside. I mean, feel sad on the outside. But then call us and feel better. Yeah, but then Put look sad and then people will give you free stuff. Face. But what? look sad like a like a proper goth bitch because yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. So we're going to listen to it now. Hi, Grass. Hi, Alfalfa. It's Jess. Um, I was just listening to the newest episode and learned that you both are trying to learn French with uh, Rosetta Stone and Duolingo. And I actually speak French and have spoke it for 10 years and have to use it at my job every day. So um, little tip, if you really do want to learn for self-improvement month, um, when I was living overseas for a semester in France, I found that the best way to kind of immerse myself when I wasn't actually in class was by watching French movies and French TV shows. So I will email you guys some of my faves and I encourage you to research on your own as well. And that's Desi coughing in the background. She's got allergies, but she's fine. But uh, yeah, I'll send that forward to you. Bye. Oh, oh no. Little Desi's little Desi's in the back, like the um, back What a delightful! You have like a great. I love like a raspy lady voice. I like mine. know because I always feel like I have a dude voice. You don't have a dude voice. I'm just saying <laughs> I like your voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm attracted to your voice, Jesse. Um, what a great tip! And thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, leave for apping in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's such a good idea. I've done that a little bit. Yeah, I definitely haven't done it since like probably college. But I did yeah. the opposite though. I didn't. I didn't watch French films to learn mm-hmm. French. I watched American films with, with French. The French dub. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so that I could try to. I tried to do it with friends on Netflix because uh-huh. I know the dialogue really yeah. well. Oh yeah, that's. Smart. But they don't have the they French dub. Yeah, they didn't have that available. So uh-huh. I've done Stranger Things with like the French subtitles. If oh. I'm actually watching it, uh-huh. just to try to make some brain connections. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. That's, but that's so flipping cool that you just I full know. speak French. And I'm so curious as to what you do that you get to. Like use it every day. And also, will you write me a love poem in French? Yeah. And then call it in. That'd be amazing. So I want, sexy. I want a spoopy Halloween poem in French. <gasps> She's just like, ooh, but with a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Jesse, this was so sweet. Thank you so much. And we did I get your know. list of um, films. I'm so excited to check them out. I also really enjoyed that you included another photo of Desi for us. And then I love the oh, note no. that you cropped out <laughs> the um she so it's a picture of Desi with her dog sit dog sitter slash BFF. <laughs> and then you said I cropped out her face because she's 13. And that's the right answer. That is absolutely and correct. And also she has a bomb sweater on. So yeah. we may not know her face, but her sweater taste A plus on point. Yeah. Um yeah, that was delightful. Thank you so much. We adore you and uh super excited to watch all these movies and become fluent overnight because that's my plan. Don't discourage this. That's definitely going to work, and I'm so excited for you. Thank you. you. So speaking of other emails from you guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. We've started getting spoopy stories. You guys are the freaking best, and all of these are terrifying. What is the story behind spoopy? Spoopy? 
my sister-in-law started saying it like probably five years ago. And it just and, stuck. Yeah, but like other people say it too. It's not like just us. Also, I just I just love the word spoopy. <laughs> I love you and despise you so much. <laughs> That's kind of the line that I walk. <laughs> <laughs> I just opened, so we have from Nadia, this amazing, like I can't stress you guys enough. And also I will continue to stress this year round. Send me your creepy shit. I love it so much. As much as I don't like scary movies and I don't like experiencing scary things in real life, I enjoy reading scary things. Okay. I know. It's it's also the same reason I like my favorite murder. Like I like to hear it and I don't mind reading it. Because then you can like compartmentalize it. Yeah, I can separate myself from it. Interesting. I'm a complicated lady. I will be your psychologist. I think I just proved that I will be yours as well. (laughs) (laughs) We're the dream team. So should we just, what should, how should we handle? Do you want to read this or do you want to read the next thing we're going to do? I don't know. It's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Uh, I guess I'll read this. Did you want to read this? I absolutely didn't. Should we rock, paper, scissors? But I just admitted that I didn't want to read it. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I didn't hear you. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, All right. So we're going to read it to you and it's so great. Um, hi, Grace and Alicia. My name is Nadia. Hi, Nadia. Hi, Nadia. I'm writing to you gals from Miami, and as I am writing this, it's about to be October 1st, the first day of the spooky. Amazing. She gets it. Absolutely. A couple of weeks ago, two friends of mine who are a couple, who are a couple, important info for the story, and I went to Atlanta. Should I have, like, read this before I do it live on air? <laughs> I mean, you know. We'll be fine. Yeah. And I went to Atlanta for a music festival. We stayed in an Airbnb 15 minutes from downtown Atlanta and a block down from Screen Gems Studios. Very cool. Yeah. I also didn't realize that Screen Gems was in Atlanta, so I'm learning things. It's We're, fun. like, here to, like, teach and learn. Yeah. When I arrived there, my friends were already there. It was 11... 11- it was 11 p.m. They picked me up from the airport and we went to the Airbnb. The first thing I see is the dark and empty suburbs, the studios that have made a couple of scary movies, a couple of abandoned houses, and an abandoned car. And in the middle of all that, our place. Perfect setting. <laughs> all the ingredients for the spooky or creepy. Inside the place, it was beautiful. Two rooms in the front. Oops, sorry, I zoomed in. <laughs> Two rooms in the front, a room in the bathroom in the back, and a very dark backyard. My friends had picked a room in the front, and I thankfully picked the room next to theirs. The back room was too removed and creepy. Agreed. Yeah. The first night, everything was fine. The second night, we arrived back from day one of the festival. There's a random woman, stan- a woman, not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, God help us. On the day that I can't say anything, I'm like, I'll read it. Uh-huh, exactly why, why I didn't want to read it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a random woman standing, oh my God, woman <laughs> standing next to the abandoned car and she looked high off her mind. Oh no. Never a good sign. Later in the night, we were in our rooms and we heard the loudest sound that seemed like someone had blown up the front door. Nope. My friends and I <laughs> called each other and were whispering, asking what the hell was that? And we opened the door slowly at the same time and a painting in the kitchen had fallen. I absolutely love that they called each other. It wasn't like, <laughs> let me walk over to this room right next door. I'm staying oh, in this room. You know, I didn't even take I'm it literally. Calling. I thought they were calling like, Alicia, did you hear that? Like, I didn't think it was literally. Oh, I assumed it was literally because <gasps> she said they were whispering. Ooh, Nadia, let us know. Yeah. Um, we told ourselves an excuse as to why the hell, oh, as to why that happened, but it really set the vibes for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> oh, That's no. totally valid. That would scare the shit out of me. Absolutely. Uh, the third night, we were watching a movie in the living room, and from the entrance to the kitchen from the back area, we heard steps on the wood. Nope. Really loud. Nope. Mind you, before this, we told ourselves that the wood was settling. <laughs> Don't you love that? That's <laughs> the what lies I do. I'm like, we tell. It's, it's an old house. Yeah. 
My friend and I went to see what it was. And as we stood in the kitchen and, and nothing happened the next night, the same thing happened no, at the same no, time. No. My friend and I had a silent conversation that we wouldn't acknowledge or mention this until we were far <laughs> away from the place. That's what we did. And when we were back in Miami, we were like, that place is haunted. And the whole vibe of the place just screamed haunted. And that was my first experience with something like this. And I hope it's the last because my anxiety was through the roof. Valid. Anyways, hope y'all get this. Have a happy spooky month. <gasps> P.S. Here's my pooch. His name is Pepe. He's two years old. What a sweet bean. Oh, I love his widow tongue. Prime bean of the week. Oh my gosh, Nadia, that is terrifying. And what a great story. What a great email. We love you so much. Holy shit. Oh my gosh. I, I So she's telling me this. It, the same painting fell at the same time on a different night? No, they heard footsteps both night. That's not, no. It's not great. I mean, hearing once, footsteps. Sure. I mean, even once and I'm out. Like hearing <laughs> footsteps in an Airbnb, that's terrifying. Cause like, you know for sure you're not the only one that has a key to that location. <gasps> oh, see, I wouldn't. So you're saying your first thought would be like intruder. Oh, for sure, murderer, yeah. My head goes to murderer before it goes to ghost most of the time. I think that's how most women feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other day, Ken was getting up to leave earlier than I got up. And I wasn't getting up. I was still in bed. Mm-hmm. But he like was like, okay, bye. I love you. And I was like, okay, bye. Like have a sleep. And then like what I imagined to be like 30 minutes after that, uh-huh. I started to hear somebody in the house. Uh-oh. And we have a lot of workers here, like, you know, supposedly yeah, paying yeah. the outside, you know, TBD. Because <laughs> um, they're like scraping it to get yeah, it already. Yeah. And I was like definitely hearing stuff like from in the house. Nope. And Ken had like kissed me and said goodbye. And yeah. I like sat there and I was like immediately very awake and very alert. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, and this is how every time a situation like this happens, my first instinct is not, what the fuck is that? This My first instinct is like, this motherfucker. Like I'm instantly <laughs> so mad. I'm like mm-hmm. just so pumped for like a, a reason to just unleash my rage on the world. Amazing. Turns out it was just Ken. Oh, that's good. I have definitely had that happen before. Um, and Kyle and I have the like find my friends app. And so because oh. I am usually a hundred percent so tired when it happens, I'll just look him up on find my friends. And if he's <laughs> still in the house then I'm like, it's fine, probably fine. If he's not in the house, that's when it's like, okay, high alert. That is hilarious. Like you could literally just open the door, but you're but like, if it's a murderer. I don't want to open the door and alert them to my you presence. Know, that's super valid. Yeah. But now you have Goldie. I know. You know, for all of Baxter's faults, there are many. Uh, I really appreciate having him here because there's been times when he hears something that I don't. Mm -hmm. And then a few seconds later, I find out what it is. Happens all the time with like a worker or the male person or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I'm grateful for that because there's times when I don't hear it. I know for a hundred percent sure that Gardy is not a (laughs) Gardy. God, that Goldie is not a guard dog. Like someone could come into my home and straight up murder me and she'd be oh. like, I guess you're my new mom. I think <laughs> I think you'd be surprised. I think that once you actually get in a situation where she can sense that you're uncomfortable. I hope that doesn't when you happen. Like have like your panic pheromones or uh-huh. whatever the fuck it is. I think you'll be surprised by her reaction. I just don't, I, I, she's just such a timid bean and so gentle. Like I just don't. It but she's happening. also only ever been in like a safe spot. Like she hasn't seen you scared. And and again, I hope she never does. I mean, I hope not either. Oh, she oh. found something else. Oh God, what are you eating? It's like for sure just carpet lint. She's like tasty treat, delicious. Yeah. So, team, look, 
listen, you got to hit <laughs> those five stars. Oh boy. Our like, our, our goal is seeming farther and farther our, away. Our goal is a stagnant grave, mm-hmm. buried alive, no bells ringing. Yeah. Um, please, please rate and review. Please. And to bribe you to do this, mm-hmm. what we're going to start doing is that we're going to start reading your reviews on air because we're manipulative. <laughs> but also, like, you guys are just fun and cool. And we also, like they're really delightful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to start doing that. So leave, so rate us, review us, and subscribe to us, and we're going to start reading a review on every episode. Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay, are you ready for this first one? Yep, this one's on you because my tongue is broken. Okay. Uh, so this one is from... Uh, just say C-R-D-E-R-F. Surdurf. 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 Or as the French say, Surdurf. <laughs> okay, here we go. Jesse's listening like, no, no that's, that's not that's incorrect. Um, this is the podcast I didn't even know I needed in my life and can't imagine <gasps> living without. So sweet. Grace and Alicia are witty, charming, and never fail to bring a smile to my face. This podcast is the perfect way to kick off my week. The variety of topics they discuss uh, that cover all corners of life and the moments of silliness always leave me in a better mood than what... Better Just mood. tripped at the finish line. You're fine. You made it <laughs> <arrived>. so far. <laughs> I know. What a nice... It's so sweet. Can I just tell you I realized something about reading these reviews? Yes. It's just going to sound like we're self congratulating <laughs> yeah it totally is <laughs> but hopefully people will say will send us funny witty reviews and then we can read them and then other people can laugh with us yeah yeah i truly we are so thankful that anyone at all listens i know um, and you guys are so nice and you make us feel so good it's really delightful it really is and it's been really cool to like see that our listener numbers are going up that's like i know we're growing very exciting um so we're just hoping to like you know, so tell your friends, little, tell your wives. Yeah. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Tell your sister wives. Ooh, tell definitely. Your, and then tell, tell us all about how that works because I'm <sighs> confused. Ooh, yeah. And also, guys, send us your spooky shit and send us, if you have any, like, topics you want us to discuss. Oh, please let us know. Yeah, like, let us know. Like, do the things. What? Gmail? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, any, are we good? Final thoughts? I, I don't have any thoughts at all. I've never had a thought. That's fantastic. <laughs> Guys, if you like this show, you can become a member of our inner circle, which means you get a newsletter at the end of the month. I'm doing the newsletter this month because we trade off each month and it's going to be spooky AF. Oh my gosh. All of my witch creative powers are going I'm into it. So, so excited. We also just planned a thing that will probably. <gasps> Should we say what it is? No, let's keep it a surprise. Oh, but I want to say it so bad. I know. Well, we're oh, doing it so next terrible. week, so you won't have to keep it a surprise for too long. Okay, so Alicia next week and I are doing something together. I instantly hated that wording. But uh-huh. we're doing something <laughs> as friends in a public space. I don't know what our... Okay. <laughs> what we're doing something exciting not that's not... fucking each other. <laughs> we're going to be fucking on air. <laughs> but we're going to be a no for me, excited. dog. We've both been wanting to do it for a long... This all just... I know. <laughs> We're doing a very normal thing that normal friends do, and it's going to be really fun. (laughs) And we're going to talk about next episode as part of our spooky Halloween. Yeah, and And it's so exciting. Hopefully, they'll let us record some of it again, still sounding sexual. (laughs) And we getting worse. I know, and we can because now we're including other people. We're like, hopefully, they let us record ourselves. (laughs) Like, oh god. Um, But that's the kind of fun stuff you can get. You can see our amateur porn in our inner circle. (laughs) 
Go to anchor.fm slash we have lives pod slash support. You can do one, five or 10 ish dollars. I always kind of make up the amounts uh-huh. because I have mental problems, uh, but do it. We love it. We appreciate it. You're great. Um, as we have mentioned, please do rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts um, or wherever you listen. Spotify. Um, Spotify for sure. Uh, All those Podcasts. other places. Yeah, lots of places. Wherever, wherever you listen. Yeah. Um, we are still trying to get to 250 reviews by the end of the year. As we have mentioned, it is not going well. <laughs> so if you'd like to give Grace a Halloween present or in a couple months, me a Christmas present. I'm just, just competitive. I'm like, I want to do it. I know. I want those reviews. I know. It's really, it's a fun goal that we set for ourselves because we have literally no control over if we fail or succeed. It's my worst nightmare. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Guys, be sure to follow us online everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at We Have Lives Pod. Follow this lovely lady everywhere at It's Alicia Gaynor. Make sure to follow Grace at Mrs. Underscore Graceface on Instagram and at Mrs. Graceface No Underscore on Twitter. And as you know, send us your shit. We have livespot at gmail.com and we love you so much. Stay nasty. Talk later, bitches. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. What do you think of the episode?